Hello, I'm Francine, host of Coping to Care, a podcast series created by Blue Sea Care that features guests who share their expertise and life experiences. Today, our special guest is Denise Liker, Vice President of the Independence at Home Division at SCAN. She has deep knowledge in the senior care space. Welcome, Denise. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now, can you tell us a little bit about SCAN? Love to. So SCAN is, it was originally known as the Senior Care Action Network, hence where the SCAN comes from. Back in 1977 in the Long Beach area, seniors got together and weren't really happy with the health care that they had in place and the services that they had in place to support living in the community. Actually, the story, depends who tells it, is that they were angry, some not some passionate, but basically they wanted change. And so together a coalition formed uh, from the medical community, from the social services community, um, those that are experts in aging at the time, and got together to try to figure out a better system of care that really understood older adults and really understood what they needed and where they wanted to be, which was at home, not in a nursing home. They wanted options. They wanted to stay in their communities and they wanted to stay healthy independent as long as possible. So that group, when they formed, applied for their very first contract, which was a contract with the state of California called MSSP, the Multipurpose Senior Services Program. And at the time, it was a demonstration project where, it, where in Sacramento, they'd identified, wait, it's probably cheaper to help people stay in the community versus going to a nursing home. So that group got to work advocating for more policies, launched that program in the Long Beach area. That program still remains today. I still that program is in my division. And but from there, as the as the years went by, they designed a health plan, a health plan that would really complement and understand seniors. And that's where SCAN Health Plan was born. And so you have our division that's still there, as well as the health plan that's now been in serving the local community and has expanded to other geographies in California over the last 40 plus years. Wow, that's great. So right now it's strictly in California? Yes, we are a California-based plan, but hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to go other places. Oh, wonderful. Now, you are a trusted source to connect seniors with resources and assistance needed to remain in their communities. Can you talk specifically about the independence at home division that you oversee? Absolutely. Something very near and dear to my heart. I've been there for 18 years. All 18 of my years have been in, in within independence at home. So independence at home is kind of like the founding organization. We're like we're social services agency, if you will. We are part of Scan Health Plan. We're a division of. And our work, though, is not focused on health plan benefits. We're focused out in the community at large to help seniors and their caregivers navigate the system of care, navigate the safety net services that are out there and be able to remain at home. Since we are we don't administer health plan benefits, our focus is not scan health plan membership. We focus on any and every senior in our service area that needs our assistance. So older adults, 55 and over, can engage with us. Sometimes they're engaging with us just to get information and navigation. If you're looking, it's not 
it's not intuitive when you go out to ask about aging services. The lingo in the state is very complicated. And sometimes somebody knows they need help with something, but they don't know the right program to ask for. So we'll help navigate that and help link people to those resources. But also, sometimes there's gaps in care out there. And so SCAN has worked through Independence at Home to create for the community a cadre of services that will complement and assist um, our seniors and our, their caregivers for being able to remain in the community. So all of our services are free. We have things under our, our direct delivery services under our roof are things like care management, where we'll come in and we'll assess needs. We'll help come up with a care plan and we'll help help resolve those needs. We also have an in-home behavioral health program, a medication safety program, and we also have a volunteer program where we will pair volunteers with seniors in order to have companionship and to combat social isolation. And so all of our services are strategically designed based on gaps in care we've seen out in the community. But encompassing all of it is somebody can just call us on the phone and say, I don't know where to go. And we're going to help you. We're going to help you either get to the right place or get you to the right resource or get you in the right program that we have in order to help you be able to stay in the community. Oh, that's great. And and sometimes you may connect them with Blue Sea Care for mm -hmm. home care services. And Absolutely. Even for our art to wellness program, because we also have a very popular painting program for seniors. So that that's awesome. Now, how. Um, there's something that I saw about your, your organization about um, the challenges of the new aging economy. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So one of the things that happened in last uh, the last couple of years here in California in the budget cycle is the state has really assessed the demographics. So the largest growing population in California is the 65 and over segment, and they are outpacing the younger populations. So you've got that impact on the state, meaning we have more seniors here. We have to have an understanding of that and we have to have the right services for them. On top of it, with changes in, in, in modern medicine and technology, people are living longer, they're healthier longer, and quite frankly, working longer. The old days of 65 was retirement or gone, and many of our seniors are staying in the workforce. And so with all of this, we have to not only be able to have the ability to understand their needs, have our programs meet their needs, but we also have to be able to understand them as contributors in the workforce. And we also have to have the workforce that understands seniors to support those seniors that aren't working, but need their help. And so all of that feeds into the economy of the state and the, and the local needs in many of our communities. One thing SCAN is doing to try to contribute positively to this is we have a scholarship program with Cal State Long Beach where we are providing 10 scholarships per academic year for students that are choosing to go into work related to gerontology. So maybe they're going to be a nurse, but they want to focus on working with older adults. We want to make sure they get properly trained. Maybe they're a social worker that wants to focus on older adults or a physical therapist. We they apply for this scholarship and we're and we're promoting so that people so that there's a deeper understanding to support the needs all the way around in the workplace and in the workforce and in the community so that our seniors can continue to thrive. Wow, that's wonderful. So how many scholarships have you given out? 
So we've given out a total of 20 and we're working on already the plans for next year's slate. So, so it's an annual process partnership with Cal State Long Beach. It's been fabulous, but we know that we know that in an economy that has to be able to understand, accept and work with older adults, you need the right people in the right places that understand that and understand how to work with them. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Now, I I see that there's another um, term about um, thriving throughout, and I know you've spoken a little bit about it, but how do you help ensure thriving throughout, especially now during this pandemic? 2020 has been a wild year for everybody and the twists and turns um, and and if you're a planner like me who likes to think, you know, six feet ahead, man, it's been hard. And so I know it's been hard on, on, on people like us. It's been hard on families, but it's been hard on our older adults. And so, you know, we've always are encouraging our older adults to find their perpetual purpose. So, you know, a lot of people don't have a plan post-retirement. They, you know, so going to work when it stops and that first week is great, but but then after that week's done, they don't they didn't have a plan. What were they going to get involved in? How were they going to spend their times? You know, work brings us brings a lot of things to people. Socialization is one of them. And so helping our seniors be able to plan for that. The pandemic was a little bit of a real curveball because planning for a pandemic and that impact, especially with stay at home orders and, you know, people, especially our older adults being set, told you're at high risk. You shouldn't be going to extra places. You shouldn't be getting together in large groups and our senior centers closing down. You know, we really I think it's really pushing us to really those that we can get connected to technology like this type of platform. Blue Sea Care provides comprehensive care management to seniors and their families. Services include complete physical care for seniors who want to maintain their independence and state of health. The caregiving is combined with Art to Wellness, a program which uses the therapeutic benefits of the arts to assist with cognitive care for seniors. You can learn more about Blue Sea Care's programs at www.blueseacare.com. To be able to engage with people, but, you know, having a plan for post-retirement is one thing, but I think the bottom line we've learned with this pandemic, it's connectivity. How do we connect with people in our in our lives? Some people have have very have more people than others have in their lives. So how do we connect them to agencies like yours, like ours, like senior centers that have gone virtually online in order for them to still continue to engage because that's that isolation and that loneliness that can be created in a, in something like this really can have such negative effects on our health and our well-being. So we want to we want to help people be able to realize their purpose and even in act 2, but bottom line is connectivity and being able to engage connectivity and being able to engage. That's very, very, very good. Now, speaking of engaging and, uh, you know, we, we are having to address a lot of depression and anxiety in seniors and their caregivers. Can you please share how you help to address these and other challenges? Absolutely. So we, we created our own behavioral health 
health uh, health program um, due to gaps in care that we saw out in the community. The one thing about being in the community and, and what I call boots on the ground, because our staff is out there in the homes, in the senior building, where they congregate, is we, we can see what's missing. And behavioral health is a weakness in healthcare in terms of access, um, affordability, delivery, and it varies from plan to plan, it varies in Medicare, it varies if you're on Medi-Cal, what types of services you can you can access. And what we identified is we have um, a lot of seniors that can't access those traditional services. Maybe the barrier is their, phys their physical condition um, prevents them from being able to travel to a location to see somebody. Maybe they have been offered telephonic, but that really doesn't work for them. Or maybe it's not delivered in their language, their native language, the language that they prefer to speak in. And so we we created our program called Insights, and in what we are trying to do is fill those gaps for those seniors. We use validated therapeutic modalities, and we have licensed clinicians that will work with and meet that meet that senior and that caregiver where they're at. So for caregivers, a lot of times they have so much going on in their life they don't have time to take care of themselves let alone get to a clinic or a site between eight and five, let's say. So bringing the services to the community to really help them, you know, change their mindset, set up a care plan to address those, those barriers that are causing their anxiety and depression, help them connect that to if they have additional health to help them talk to their providers about their needs so that they can improve and, and move along the continuum to, to decrease those skills to increase their quality of life. And so we um, provide those services in-home. We also do provide it telephonically, and we have moved into more of the virtual world um, with video, um, video sessions as well, trying to help connect with those individuals and help empower them and guide them through a process to improve. That's great. Yeah, we we were surprised about um, the tele, you know, telehealth and and virtual gatherings. But um, our painting classes went from in person to virtual, and mm -hmm. we thought that that was going to be a problem. But we actually have a really great following of seniors doing our painting classes. Um, every week. And I think it's because maybe their boomer children help set that up for them. Yes. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so technology still, feel, there's still a, a, what I'll call a digital divide um, in certain segments of our seniors. If they do have, you, you hit on the nail on the head, if they have grandchildren or children who understand the technology and can get it for them, um, that they can sometimes move along a little faster in a, in their adoption of it. Um, our seniors, there are, there's a large segment of our seniors out there that are, that have outlived family members or are alone for whatever reason. And so we're really also trying to connect them as well to these platforms and help them get access to technology. With the governor's order to close that digital divide for older adults, we're trying to help with that by some of our programs as well. And I'm hoping statewide we'll see more efforts to help people that that can't, don't understand how to get connected, get them connected so they can engage in classes like yours or services like ours in order to be able to remain healthy. Great, that's fantastic. Anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, you know, I think um, what's, what's really important to understand is 
is it's confusing enough out there without a pandemic on where do I go and where do I get help? And I think organizations like yours and ours are so important to be there, be open. And I, and I think what the pandemic has taught us all is to be nimble, you know, so 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 that, you know, it, it there isn't just we have all found a different way to do things um, because this lasted probably longer than we all anticipated in March when when it when when it first happened. Right. And right. so I, I think the safety net that we are a part of is so important. And I think our seniors and our caregivers need to understand you don't have to be hanging by a thread to ask us for help or ask us where they where to go. It's you, you could just have a, a, a small thing going on in your life that you're confused about. Denise, do you have anything to add to this? Um, I think the, the one thing I would add is how important in these times it is for organizations like yours and ours to be working together to support our seniors being able to remain healthy and living in the community, especially with a pandemic. We've all been challenged to have to find new ways to engage and work together. Back in March, we probably didn't think this would last as long as it has, but here we are. It's November, and we still are in this altered state until until we can find a way, a path forward. But agencies like yours, ours, and other others that support seniors have all been working really hard to be there no matter what the need is. And I think our seniors and our caregivers need to realize is you're not alone and you don't have to wait until things are bad to ask for help or even ask questions. You know, we're we're all here to help navigate. We're all here to no question is a dumb question. The old, you know, old adage, um, if you're confused about something or don't know if there's something out there for you, just call any of us. We're here to serve. We're here to help. We want everybody to thrive and be successful in the community. And so I love opportunities like this to collaborate um, and be able to put that message together for people to say, hey, no matter what it is, we're here to support you. And if we can't support you, we're going to get you to somebody else who can, and we're not going to leave you high and dry. So what is the general number that you give out to people who are new to SCAN? So, um, so for independence at home, we have, and I don't have this, I don't have it handy. Um, we have a toll free number that can be, can be called on our resource line. I'm sorry, I do not have that handy. Well, I'll get it from you and then I'll add it to the, okay. the summary. So no problem. Sorry. Now, what is a, you know, I know that you, you seem very upbeat and, I want to find out what a favorite saying or a quote um, it, you know, what's your favorite saying or quote that motivates you? So something that's always stuck with me goes way back to when I was choosing my career path. And it is the, the old adage of the starfish and the person is walking down the beach and finds a bunch of starfish and there's no possible way that they feel that they can save them all but each one that they throw back one at a time, they make a difference. And so we, although I want to change the world and I want the world to be a better place for everybody, I have to pace myself and understand that sometimes it's one person at a time, one group at a time, and we can systematically weave that together to have a larger impact on the communities we serve. So one starfish at a time, two at a time, uh, we're able to help people be safe, healthy, and independent. And, and who doesn't want to be at home and have their own choice 
of where they age and grow old. And so whatever, I, that, I take that with me into everything I do as we plan um, and, tr and try to figure a path forward. And then hopefully can spread those ripple effects from that. And we can all work together on bringing them back, those starfish back to the ocean. Oh, that's wonderful. I, I love it. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us today and um, have a wonderful afternoon. And uh, we're very happy to have a partnership with, with SCAN. Thank you so much, Francine. I look forward to speaking with you soon. Okay, take care. Thanks. Thank you.